0: It's gonna be a great cold open. <laughs> oh God!
1: Hmm? <laughs> Technical difficulties. The cold open. It wouldn't be I... the first time. Yeah,
2: by a long shot.
3: I'm ready when you get. Are... how
2: many cold opens do we have that are just collection of Mickey Cyloning? Well, there was a couple
1: of those really great ones where he turned full straight on synthesizer.
4: <laughs>
5: like those are my favorites.
4: Yes, it turned. Are you, are, you sure? was already.
1: <laughs> are you sure it wasn't just Axel F being piped through? But <laughs> well, we're not really having the Scott Echo problem right now, so...
0: Alright, let's try it. I'm kind of faced away from, from the woman.
3: <laughs> he turned his back on me. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: I feel really left out here. <laughs> Well, that's okay. We're still happy to have you around. Hey. I'm
3: happy to have you around.
1: Maybe it's my six... ears. <laughs> Whoa. Well, <laughs> wow. This escalated quickly. <laughs> Listen, I mean, th- this is great and all, but you're moving way too fast for me. <laughs> I'm European. I have no
2: shame. <laughs> well, I mean, given who you married,
1: <laughs> given what show
2: you're on. Yes. Yeah. You, you married into
1: shame is what happened
5: <laughs> uh,
1: this is going to work out just fine
3: oh good lordy! let's do this
1: podcasts the final frontier these are the star trek episodes of the podcast superhero time our continuing mission Explore old episodes of Star Trek, alienate even more listeners, and boldly plow your mom where no one has come before. Superhero Time presents that one episode of Star Trek with Chris. Hey, I just say the words that come out of my mouth. I don't know what any of them mean.
0: Hey, Mickey. Oh, honey, let me tell you, Scott. Yeah, that's why she had to move away from Europe. <laughs>
3: Not all. <laughs> What's wrong with kissing your dead grandmothers? <laughs> I did it, and I'm happy I did it.
2: And Fort Max, how many times have you been murdered by an evil moon witch?
1: So this week on that one episode of Star Trek, Scott, why don't you introduce our special guest? <sighs> <laughs> so,
0: well, I say we haven't even got started yet. So, a special guest is uh, my wife, Vessie. Uh, she. I force her to watch Star Trek TNG with me every weekend. Yep. So, you're
1: uh, a terrible this husband. Week we have a very, hmm? You're a terrible husband. I really
0: am. Because the ones that she skips are usually the good episodes, so I make her watch <laughs> the shitty ones. <laughs> um. So, in, in addition have you to may, for- have you
2: forced her to watch Voyager? Oh yes. Yeah.
0: She has. And she occasionally has comments, which is why we're dragging her on here because this episode of TNG, season seven, episode 14, Sub Rosa, I
4: kind of feel like we need an additional female perspective on this. Hmm. Sub Rosa is German for beneath the flower bed, and it's Spanish for butterfly. (laughs) I actually see how that's relevant
3: all right well
4: it has a reputation for being absolutely awful (laughs) but um i love it i love it a lot i love it for being so terrible yes um
2: it is the good kind it is the
4: the best kind of terrible
2: terrible where it's amusing yes it's just what the like i mean it is just the whole thing is just amazing, entertaining, and the best it, okay. part about it it's one of those terrible episodes that the people
1: involved with it regret making when they look back on it. Well, I it's don't like know. planet I'll, Africa without the racism
4: it. Uh, it <laughs> they're all they all kind of seem to love it, like they can't believe they got away with doing it. <laughs> Gates McFadden seemed
1: kind of alarmed by the whole thing though I don't think alarmed is the word I would use. <laughs> <laughs> aroused perhaps well in the moment sure but you know looking back on it later
3: I personally was entertained watching it and I think that with this episode and with of course my help you will finally alienate as many listeners (laughs) as you possibly can because this is it you know you got me my thick accent my like complete lack of knowledge and that horrible episode. So, I mean. Don't let a
4: lack of knowledge that, ever stop you. That's a success. Podcast.
1: So yeah, yeah, we okay, talked whole, okay, okay. We what talked we two need, hours about Godzilla like five years Giga ago. we
2: need and Giga Beetle on the same episode. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm here. So. That would be the well, most impenetrable the things, episode ever. Well, one of the good things about this
0: episode is uh, you don't need to know anything about Star Trek. To watch this episode and talk about it, because it has fucking nothing to do with Star Trek.
1: <laughs> one of the good things about our podcast is that you don't need to know anything about what you're talking about. You just, you know, sit here for two hours and talk. Yeah. It doesn't I really matter if you even this. stay on topic. <laughs> All will
4: confidence.
3: Oh, well, I'll work on it. I think by the end of the <laughs> the podcast, I will be ready for another one.
1: <laughs> oh, confidence. I thought you said competence, and I was going oh, yeah, no, to... <laughs> I got
3: the confidence. I got the confidence. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, you this might, as might well not be the label show for this you. episode. The last episode with Scott.
3: <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. Well, yeah,
1: we might fire him <laughs> and replace him with you.
3: What did just happen here? <laughs> I did not see this coming.
1: Well, well, we'll feel that out through the course of the show.
3: <laughs> oh. oh, okay.
1: So we open up on the most delightful setting possible a Scottish funeral. On a sound oh, stage. Aye. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's on a sound stage, but let's be fair here. It's a much better sound stage than, say, you know, Planet Hole, like we got for most of season one. True. So I mean, it's it's bits and pieces. It's also, I'd say, it's a little bit better executed than that Deep Space Nine episode, which was, uh, you know, Planet Mural, Planet Fresco, mm. whatever we called that. Mm-hmm. So you know. I gotta like
0: say, I didn't realize Scotland looked so fucking cheap. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're they're very. I no wonder
0: the English kick kicking their ass. They're made out of paper mache.
1: They're very poor, Scott. Don't <laughs> don't rub it in.
3: I just want to point out that the mayor of Whoville got promoted <laughs> here and uh, went to serve as a governor. Is he? Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that you guys all noticed this here. There,
1: there he is. You know, I didn't think about that before, but like, you're totally right. I. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm
3: a big fan of the Grinch, so. <laughs> you want my two cents? <laughs>
4: that guy's also really, really wide to be in the 24th century.
1: Why is he even there?
4: That's his species, man. Don't be racist.
1: Yeah, maybe he's, you know, part packlid. No. <laughs> No, he seems competent. Ish. Well, yeah, he got his mother's intelligence and in his father's hips.
0: <laughs> his, his dad's birth and hips. They evolved from seahorses.
3: <laughs>
0: the males give birth.
3: Maybe he's so wild because he's with a child. Oh. oh. Nothing is impossible here. It's that trick.
4: <laughs> well, to, uh, what, what is impossible is finding a 24th century way to lure a casket into the ground. Yeah. Because that's some 20th century uh, casket-lowering device they got going on right here. Where's the repulsor lift? Also, beam it into the earth. I was wondering that, too.
0: (laughs) So were they putting, like, brown sugar on top of the thing?
1: I think it's cake mix.
0: Yeah, it looked like ground (laughs)
5: coffee.
0: Here's some instant coffee. Grandma loved ground coffee.
5: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Looks like cheap cocoa powder.
5: <laughs> yeah. Just nestly cheaper.
4: No, no. We'll, we'll they, like they,
2: dark kind they don't want the uh cemetery to blow up, so they're putting some Wilkins coffee in on there.
0: Senka <laughs> <laughs> to Senka, Wilkins to Wilkins.
5: <laughs> at least so, Wilkins coffee
4: delivers like the blandest eulogy. Well, she seems totally broken up. But yeah, now
2: what what I want to know is, okay, yeah, they're at a funeral. Why are they in their Starfleet uniforms? That's the only formal attire they own.
1: They got
3: no respect. Look, look, at them. It's just that's it. They're
2: wearing their dress uniforms. They're
0: fancy <laughs> skirts for the ladies, skirts for the men. <laughs> it's
4: Scotland. They're called kilts. <laughs> <laughs> Although it would be funny if like, Picard like wasn't wearing pants on beneath his dress uniform to be Scottish. <laughs> Oh, I thought this was Ryza, sorry. <laughs> no, he's more preoccupied with trying
1: not to just, like, either bust out laughing or possibly doze off at the eulogy. I mean, look at that faith on him.
0: Because his eyebrows are up near the top of his skull, but his eyes are still half-lidded, so, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Maybe now, he's drunk? Now, here's the thing. There's a, one of the deleted seats for this episode. The eulogy's even longer, and she starts reading from her grandma's uh, recipe book. Oh, uh.
5: Lord.
2: So one pot boiling water one cup Sanka <laughs> Preheat until the oven is happy
4: <laughs> So we learned that uh, Crusher's Nana uh, was a, a healer not a doctor She did holistic medicine apparently
3: Fake news <laughs>
4: <laughs> And that Beverly loved her very much you can cause... almost imagine a tear being photoshopped onto her right now. <laughs> because she talked about her all the time for six or seven
0: years.
1: Yeah, no, you make a good point. That was a really dry funeral. Well,
2: if it was it an was Irish a funeral, funeral, it would be dry. Funeral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some somehow it isn't raining. Mm-hmm.
3: I I can just imagine Hey Mickey here looking at it like this is just the worst funeral I've ever seen. <laughs>
4: Oh, no, I've seen much worse than this.
1: Uh, all right.
4: <laughs> wow, Mickey, it's almost
1: like you have a lot of experience with funerals or something. <laughs> oh, and, oh no. That, that's wise. Have have a lot it's... of members of your family just, like, dropped dead?
3: Oh, I like... lost a lot. <laughs> I missed a, a, a lot contest. of funerals, too, but uh, I also <laughs> kissed a lot of my dead relatives before Aunt the casket was closed. So just saying, putting this out there.
0: Yeah, that's why she had to move away from Europe.
3: No. According
0: to according to uh, Interpol, um...
3: what's wrong with kissing your
4: dead grandmother's butt?
3: I it's did like, it, and I'm happy I did it.
4: Because it's like eating spaghetti that you've dropped on the floor. The parts are all still there, but now it's gross. <laughs> And it smells weird.
3: Hey, Mickey, I just, I was hoping you will support me here in this one. Okay. I
2: can't, <laughs> well, I, I can't support this. <laughs>
3: yeah. I'm
0: sorry. I don't know. I would just. History at that
1: point. Scott, that's why I just like you to know you've just made a joint intro quote for this month.
5: <laughs> it's going to be great.
3: It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Let's talk uh, more about dead people. <laughs>
4: Dead people and the and the ghosts who love them. Yeah. So oh, speaking yeah. of dead people and ghosts, um, um, John Glover from Smallville shows up for a second and walks away after throwing a, a flower on the grave. Mm-hmm. And Crusher's like, "Ooh, who's that sexy man?"
3: he's not thirty-four years old, just for the record.
1: Maybe parts <laughs> of him are. Yeah, I think that hair is a lot younger than he is. Uh,
3: Probably the cheapo. I think Grandma wanted him to be 34 years old.
1: No. no. Yeah, you know, it's 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 her declining years. She's allowed to revise <laughs> her personal history if she wants to.
3: I agree.
5: I Met a charming 50-year-old.
1: Right. He's going to be 34 <laughs> from now on.
5: 34. No. That
4: sound more impressive in my journal. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, it makes him uh, easier to kinda of pass down, you know <laughs> <laughs> as a thirty-four year old. <laughs> He's still in his prime. Uh, what do I know? I'm just a woman.
4: So <laughs> so Crusher chats with uh Troy for a moment and makes says, I just saw the hottest guy. And it gave me a remarkable <laughs> look. And Troy just kinda looks at her like
1: uh Beverly, okay. this is your grandmother's funeral. Put it back <laughs> in your like- pants. But I
0: like the fact that Troy's just kind of like, no, I didn't see who you're talking about. There were like 12 people
1: there. So, like, Beverly asked the specific question. Did you see an unusual looking man during the service? And at that moment, I'm just picturing, like, she's just flashing back to Picard standing next to her with that constipated look <laughs> on his face.
0: <laughs> well, there's this weird baldy who looked like a penis in a dress uniform. <laughs>
4: So, uh, speaking of Baldy, he's talking with the mayor of Whoville here.
5: <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you for
4: that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and
4: I just couldn't. <laughs> and so the mayor's like, so, um, as long as you're here, we got a bunch of shit that's broken. You want to fix it for us? We'll pay you back with a, a walking tour. <laughs> so Picard is like, well, we have a job to do, but.
5: <laughs> you know, work
4: and wait. I want to look at. You know, what kind of rocks you built this place out of?
0: Yeah, he's like, what is this? Maybe like a thousand square feet soundstage? What
1: are we talking? (laughs) Very nice. I mean, all at once, like, I appreciate the world building aspect, I guess, of explaining some of the backstory of, you know, Planet Scotland. But it also just seems like, well, this is here to waste time. Yeah, it's also a little bit like
4: you're kind of cosplaying. Well, so I like how Picard just sort of asked the question. We're all wondering, "Is like, okay, so you're not Scottish, dude? Wow, racist! <laughs> you're here." And the dude basically explains that you why, know, well, I'm like a weeaboo, but for Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just love the culture so much.
1: Again, like, conceptually, it's really interesting to explain that, uh, but it doesn't really seem like it is a necessary component to the episode, really.
4: I'm just saying that's cultural appropriation, and it's not okay.
5: Well,
0: why did they make him an alien anyway? There was, like, no reason for
4: it. That's...
2: Because it's Star Trek and they had to have aliens? Like, we got all these face prosthetics
0: just laying
4: around. Maybe he just requested to be an alien. (laughs) <laughs> like he found out he was playing a human. We got cast on Star Trek. He was disappointed. I was like, oh, I can kind of see that. Anyway? It?
3: He looks like he fell out of space. Seriously,
4: <laughs> like,
1: like burned up on re-entry. <laughs> you should have oh, seen shit. how big he was in
5: orbit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <You're, you're wrong.
4: laughs> <laughs> oh, I love his it? eyebrow oh, uh, hairline. <laughs>
0: Yeah, speaking of Widow's Peak, <laughs> that's what the name of
4: this episode should have been. All right, this. so uh, Troy and Crusher uh, head on to the grandmother's house, which uh, apparently she lived in the cabin from Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's actually a nice set. Yeah. Uh, it looks. It doesn't really look like a home, but it doesn't look like the, the walls are made of cloth, so... The you know.
1: production design for the Planet Scotland sets is actually really nicely done.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: agreed. Like, it looks like somebody's passion project to get this just so.
4: Uh, so, they're explaining all of Beverly's grandmother's things, and Beverly pulls out uh, a candle, which Troy immediately floods her pants for. It's like, that shit is beautiful. <laughs> it's just like an iron candle holder. Let's calm down.
1: It's not even a candle. It looks like it's a little gas lantern.
4: Yeah.
0: Nana got this at Pier 1. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then there's this her- really awkward bit of dialogue between them. Like, do you remember your mother? Yeah, I remember her very well. I loved her a lot. And then they just completely dropped that line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: Do you really need to tell us that you love her? Well, yeah, she gives Troy, like, a look, like, you believe me, right? Yeah, I love my mother. How do you feel about your mother, Troy? <laughs> <laughs> see, that would have made it better.
0: Yeah, see, the, the, the way this episode should have gone is that Troy should have taken that candle and given it to Lwaxana, and that would have solved two problems at once. Oh, God. <laughs> The ghost would have been like, okay, too much orgasm. I gotta I gotta go. I can't take <laughs> this anymore.
1: Yeah, she the wears ghost ghost the ghost out. Yeah, the ghost would have thrown himself <laughs>
0: into a sun.
1: <laughs> no, he would have poured water on his own candle. <laughs> uh literally and figuratively. Mm. <laughs> I like this part when, when – uh, so Troy leaves and then,
0: then Crusher, she's, like, going through Nana's stuff, going through her books, and smiles and puts on a blanket and then picks up her books and picks up the candle, then goes to put on her hat and then changes into her clothes
1: and then starts wearing her skin. And it's
0: like, whoa, 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 slow down. Yeah, at the end of
1: the yeah. scene, she's walking up the stairs like she's going to go sleep in her bed. She's walking <laughs> up the stairs wearing an oriental rug. <laughs> Oh, that's just how Scottish culture has evolved over 250 years.
3: I mean, let's face it, she has to get ready for spending a lot of time in bed. So,
4: that's that well not the way. <laughs> She's going to need to douche. <laughs> yeah.
3: And there is that uh, guy who looks like my grandfather coming in. So,
4: a <laughs> uh, 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 Scottish Sylvester Stallone from the Expendables.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Also, my grandfather lookalike, <laughs> and she's mean to him. Just broke my heart. He broke into her house. <laughs> okay. The woman has no manners.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, remember, Bessie is Bulgarian. If someone shows up your house, you offer them food.
3: <laughs> yeah, food, a little bit of wine. How are you doing? And then yell at them. Thank you. Oh, him okay. out. You have to <laughs> just be polite first. <laughs> you don't want to leave
4: hungry; that'd be rude. So, you stop them from stealing your precious candle, then you'd feed them, or is it the other way around? Yeah. Okay.
3: I mean, you feed them first, so you know, at least it's in your consciousness that they're not starving when you kick them out of your house. You just still want to be a good host. But she's just totally rude at this point.
1: There hasn't any food in the D&E house.
3: To offer. In <laughs> also, why does she really want that? candle holder anyway. She doesn't even know what's all about. And she's just like holding on to it.
1: It's her grandmother's um, things and they're hers now. Because it smells like <laughs> nana. I, <know. laughs>
4: I mean uh, I'm just gonna like is this the first we've seen someone like breaking in and stealing shit in Star Trek?
1: <laughs> well not like, if you count uh Professor Rasmussen.
4: Oh yeah. He you broke were, into a timeline and started stealing shit. <laughs>
1: I think that kind of trumps this.
4: Yeah. Oh, but this, this, this guy's like one step away from smashing in a window and grabbing her TV. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it's fine though, because he was doing it for the right reason, so it's not a crime anymore. No.
4: And then uh, Crusher comes down to yell at him, like that's kind of I don't know, maybe it's the 24th century pacifism thing going on, but like if somebody broke into my house, I wouldn't come downstairs and have stern words with them. I would either come down <laughs> with a gun or I would hide. If I didn't want to die. And see in the in the in the twenty fourth century
1: future where everybody can have a phaser in their pocket if they really want to, there's really no reason to
2: hide. No, this is seventh season. They they don't have those uh type ones anymore. They don't, but still somehow they keep phasers in their pockets.
4: Mm-hmm. I mean, I can understand why she wouldn't have a phaser, you know, taken down to her grandmother's funeral.
0: Oh, We'll see later that she has no problem stealing Federation
1: stuff. (laughs) Yes.
3: Or using a Federation phaser, is it? Yeah. And I'm just saying,
1: like, if I had a phaser, I would totally take it to a relative's funeral. (laughs) Just to show off. Well, let's just say (laughs) that there's some members of my family that I'm not too fond of. (laughs)
4: If they're all one down, they won't miss two or three more.
1: (laughs) That coffin's pretty roomy.
5: Yeah.
3: Just keep adding those funerals. (laughs) You can
4: lower the bed down to make more room for bodies. (laughs) Oh, perfect. (laughs) See, I did not know that.
3: Okay. Hey, Mickey, coming in with expertise. I'm just saying, you know. I'm here
4: listening. Yeah, Mickey comes from a long line of coffin builders. (laughs) Also, I want to point out that uh, Beverly's grandmother's put in a coffin and not a casket. Oh. What's the difference? Shape. Coffins where you put Dracula in. Caskets which you put people in.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nana
0: was a Dracula.
4: Yeah. Well, as we'll see later in the episode. She, yes.
1: Ah.
5: <laughs> she got green eyes. <laughs> Spoilers, though.
4: <laughs> That's true, yes. They point out in the photograph that, Troy, uh, that Beverly's grandmother had green eyes.
0: Hmm. And, and all play- Howard women had green eyes except for her and her mom.
4: Right, so wait, all Howard women? How far back does her maiden name go? Yeah, it seems uh, like... It's been, very confusing.
1: So the implication I'm getting here is that up until Wesley, they've
4: only had daughters. Well, but the last names stayed the same throughout all of it? Were they all um, unwed mothers? They're all hyphenated. They're very progressive.
1: Yeah, because Ned calls her Beverly Howard Crusher, so...
4: Or maybe mothers don't change names normally? Mm-hmm. Well, then Beverly changed names, so, I mean... But
3: they're not on Earth anymore. They don't have to.
4: Even it's, on it, Earth, you technically
1: don't have to. <laughs>
4: it's just like a little detail at that. the end that makes it everything more confusing because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's, you, it's yeah. really the
1: kind of backstory that would work better with a male line of descendancy, because that's more, you know, typically to pass on the name, but... Yeah, right. and
0: then it just turns into that one scene of Ghostbusters where uh, where Ray got the
4: ghost blowjob. No, that comes later. <laughs> oh, okay. If you know what we mean. <laughs> and I think we do.
1: Blowjobs. <laughs> What's that?
3: <laughs>
0: Kill me now, guys. Kill
5: me
1: now. I'm so sorry. Yeah.
5: All right, Maybe so back in the enterprise. Uh... The
4: <laughs> no, it's just a but... deep sense of pity. Back in the enterprise, the mayor of Whoville is hanging out with Data and Jordy in the engine room. And he can to
3: be with the cool kids.
4: Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: So, where are they? Where are the cool kids?
4: Uh, not here. <laughs> So they're testing all the planet systems, and basically they're finding out, oh, there's some stuff that's not quite right here. Well, I guess we'll figure that out
0: or something. You know, one of the the nerdy things I was thinking about this, there seems to be a lot of constant effort and technology that keeps this planet habitable, especially right over where the colony is. It seems like this isn't really terraforming. It's like they have this bubble of habitable zone, which seems really scary.
1: It's the same concept as Risa, though.
0: Well, Rice is a full planet of that. They just had to like smooth out the weather. This planet was like a nightmare before they had this little, <laughs> little pocket of livable space.
4: Yeah, like were they are they like perfectly And scot-
2: Rice was like wasn't that more that uh they just had everything go wrong at once there? And it was more uh cooling from meteor impact.
4: Man, I don't even know. I don't know, but what the technology does here is it gets this bubble, like perfect Scotland, and the rest of the planet is uninhabitable, just like England. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. They're going for extreme accuracy, because when the 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 weather system goes down, what happens? It starts to rain. Storm of the century. (laughs)
3: So my question here is: the weather system is it, it's man-made basically? It's yeah. um, like 200 years old. 200 years old. So our ghost person, <clears throat> an IT guy, a, a a techie, an engineer, messing up with it. I'm I'm kind of confused because he seems to have the influence.
4: Basically, yes. <laughs> basically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, messing up with computers. the code,
1: I don't know. <laughs>
2: Everything's
4: from my computer, a... so of course no, it's No, IT. see,
2: see, it's, it's very easy to break electronics when you don't know what you're doing, and he has absolutely no idea what he's doing.
0: Well, I, I don't want her to get the impression that IT people can change the weather, please. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make my life a living hell.
4: Or mow the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
5: Hey, Put on hey, pants.
0: Actually.
4: Yeah, it's a little close to home. <laughs> Swipe.
5: You <laughs>
0: are at home. crushed
5: teeth
4: (laughs) alright so back in the ship uh, Beverly is doing a walk and talk with the captain uh, telling him all about her Nana's journal that she's been reading and apparently um, she had a whole secret life with Ronan this this is where it's just getting really gross
0: oh my god even Picard's trying to like not vomit on her
1: I kind of love that sequence though like, first, he's incredulous at the idea that the 100-plus-year-old grandmother had a 34-year-old boyfriend, uh, which, having seen him, we're all kind of incredulous at the 34 part.
5: <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, Crusher just explains it so nonchalantly. He's like, oh, yeah, my hundred-year-old Nana. She was getting banged like a screen door in a hurricane by a guy <laughs> much younger.
5: This,
2: this is like getting back to first season stuff. But the funny part is Picard
1: is initially all interested in the idea that, oh, wow, you Howard women have exceptional libidos late in life, eh? eh? Well, you know what they say,
0: uh, fire on the head, fire in the hole. <laughs>
1: But yeah, like, there's, there's that recurring trend here of Beverly being all into her grandmother's uh, personal affairs and not really seeming to be too taken aback by it, whereas I just think that's super creepy.
0: Right, let's just say it. She's way too interested in her grandma's
1: sex life. Well, she's not getting any of her own. <laughs>
4: Yeah, and she so, talking, he was right I, there.
1: Yeah, and she's talking to the
0: guy that's the reason why. <laughs> oh.
3: I have to say that it is weird because being a granddaughter, I mean, I would enjoy <laughs> all my grandmother's, uh, you know, little heirlooms and stuff, but don't pass down, you know, your lovers or write about them. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to read about it. I certainly wouldn't like discussing it,
4: <laughs> because I you know, do,
3: it will just not be, um, I will not be comfortable with this subject.
4: No, <laughs> that's not a good point. It's not only is it Beverly, like, you know, getting off to her grandmother's handwritten pornos, <laughs> but she's, like, sharing them with everyone, telling yeah. everyone about what her grandmother was banging out.
3: So I'm thinking privacy is not a...
0: Did
4: no, you know I that Howard was She's dead? It doesn't matter
5: he's... What, going <laughs> you No, know, I, know.
3: I I love my grandmothers a lot in the that face, exactly. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I just about the grimmed to say, you know, you found some like World War II love letters written to your grandparents and like it's your granddad saying how much he wants to like, you know, shove us cock up our ass and into our mouth. Like, oh, no, <laughs> You're, right, you want right. to read that. That's not going to turn you on. It's not going to be a particularly erotic chapter. I'm going to well, fill you also, up like a Japanese internment camp.
3: It's also a love letter of people who are, you know, also same age and in a relationship, but 100 year old grandma and 34 year old dude. There's something <laughs> just morbid about that. It's just like... I'm,
0: I'm starting to think that baked cookies <laughs> doesn't mean what I think it means in this journal.
1: See, I don't even feel like it's a morbid problem. It's just a. Ew, that's your grandmother! (laughs) What the hell is wrong with you? I just... uh, Yeah. I don't want to read about the sexual escapades of anyone I'm related to. That's pretty much the long (laughs) and short of it. Yeah, I agree with you.
3: That certain things just kind of don't need to be shared. Certain things are just gross,
1: objectively. (laughs) Yeah, 24th century morals are not. (laughs) Right? What morals?
3: I mean I guess she's fascinated.
1: She's proud of it? Is she just curious? I'm confused. I think with she her needs to schedule some appointments with Troy then.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well let's we'll talk with Troy about what she feels about uh, gerontophilia and say incest.
0: <laughs> yeah, what is, what is the what does the DSM forty seven in the twenty fourth century say about it?
4: Uh, oh. So um Speaking of Ghostbusters, um, <laughs> here's the race dance scene where Beverly falls asleep holding the porno book. <laughs> and, yeah, it's hard uh, to turn pages when your fingers are pruny. <laughs> and the ghost comes in, starts uh, taking off her blanket and uncovering her shoulder. Saucy, the Victorian. This is this is
3: actually Scott's signature move. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I pull down her blanket about. Six inches and pull down her shoulder and then I whisper at her from across the room. That's all it takes, man.
1: But why do you call her Beverly?
0: He <laughs> didn't ask about the red wig I make her wear.
5: Yes, they want to make her McFadden wear. <laughs>
4: okay, so going from weird to weirder. hmm we cut over there to Ten Forward where uh, Beverly is filling Deanna in on her wet dream, if you know what I mean. <laughs> filling her in. Well played. Who does this? <laughs> like, dudes certainly do not do this.
5: <laughs> I don't <laughs>
4: think I
5: just didn't not do really that either. <laughs>
3: uh yeah i personally have not shared dreams like that
5: with uh friends of mine um
3: and i do not uh, have a shrink so yeah that's it i don't talk
1: about them yeah but i mean she's not even talking to troy in the context of you know talking Mm -hmm. to her therapist she's she's uh, talking to them at at a a restaurant yeah, she, she's bar. she's talking to her friend and coworker at the you know sit down casual bar,
3: and I think Base, she's
1: Applebee's. proud of it. <laughs> what well, I like to imagine is the people who are walking around in the background—they're like having
0: their drinks, they're going to their table, they're walking by, they overhear, they're like "oh shit," and they walk away really fast. Oh, like, like uh,
1: listening to somebody on the phone in Taco Bell talk about this dude they're banging.
4: <laughs> best. Probably. Oh my god, I can't even begin to stress how amazing that was.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that, that actually
4: happened the last time I visited Mickey. Yeah, this woman was talking about like banging like four to ten different guys. And how oh, they're all shit. Loudly, all <laughs> the phone, Taco Bell. in Taco Bell, yes. A busy Taco Bell, and she just, just did not care.
1: You know, <laughs> what she was talking. You know, I admire that ability to not give a shit.
0: Well, oh what you god, don't know I mean, is there's nobody on the, the phone. phone.
4: She was calling the time.
0: Yeah, movie (laughs) phone.
3: Well, I'm just like surprised that Crusher is so pleased with herself, I guess, because when the episode started I assumed she would be a lot more um sad. Um scared <laughs> a lot more confused, grossed out. I mean, here's grandma's lover, you here's know. Grandma's on porn. Me. It's like <laughs> Yeah, but but
4: no, she's just rolling with it, she's like, Yeah.
3: She's rolling with it. She's like, yeah, I'll get that heirloom. I'm, I'm okay with that.
0: <laughs> so when when Troy says, frankly, I'm envious, is she just bullshitting her, or is she actually envious? I'm thinking she's just saying that just to get the crazy woman to go away.
1: This is Same such up. a weird episode.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, she might be kind of envious of, like, a romantic love, because at this point, Tr- Troy's banging out with Worf, and there's no tenderness in that. <laughs>
1: Well, there is afterward, because <laughs> you know, a... <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
0: and some red and puffiness. Yeah, yeah, maybe some lacerations. But oh, I, I like to think that and, Warf Warf always, was like...
2: feeling, and Warf mm-hmm. always leaves feeling and always feeling disappointed because no one threw furniture at him. See, I
4: always figured he was a crier. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you know, I, I mean, love
4: it's... you so much. <laughs> Maybe this is why Crusher feels comfortable talking to Troy about all this because Troy probably has to come to Crusher to get patched up after sex with (laughs) Worf. So they're already pretty pretty intimate on what goes on with their lady bits.
0: She has like an episiotomy card, like Subway. Every sixth one's free. (laughs) Bessie liked that one. She's trying not to laugh at the episiotomy
4: joke. I don't, I don't know what that word means. Uh,
0: so after a woman gives birth and she gets a little torn down there, they sew you back up and you can oh, okay. kind of go, yeah, you can go as tight as you want. Uh, oh, so. okay. Yeah,
4: that's what episiotomy is. Yeah, I get like a, a Ziploc seal put in there so you can like just zip it together, make green. and you Yeah, yellow, yellow and blue make green, of course. Yeah. Could, that they, could, they install, could they install like a tensioning knob so that you can
1: adjust it later? <laughs> Well, my pussy's the same size,
0: but my lumbar support's great. <laughs> I'll like a purse string, you know, just zip. <laughs> That's what your anus looks like.
3: You should all have been doctors.
4: <laughs> I would, but I hate sick people. <laughs> I would, but I'm not Scottish enough, apparently. Ah. You also don't have a fancy enough wig. Yeah. <laughs> Wigs are
2: expensive, and I'm not, uh, and I'm not genetically modified to be perfect in every way enough.
4: Not yet. Aren't we all... We'll do unwilling gene therapy on you later. Oh,
5: well, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I think I'm we... five arms. <laughs> oh, yeah, so like, the, uh, oh, the scene that.
1: ends in the best way, too, um... Where Crusher is asking, huh, I wonder if I'll have another dream tonight. And Troy's just like, I'd read two chapters.
4: <laughs> I'll I have did. what she's
1: having. <laughs> <laughs> Troy's
2: doing that thing where
0: she's trying to push someone over the edge.
2: <laughs> Are you in the bathroom?
0: No, we're just getting some feedback.
2: No, you you <laughs> just sound very far away. He's in California, that is very far away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> closer to you than us, though.
0: Okay, here
1: we go. Oh, welcome back. <laughs> you know, the only bad part about having the two of you on is that this week, if I hang up on you, you can just talk through her microphone, so it doesn't really accomplish anything. <laughs> just thought of that. This episode is so fucking weird, I have
4: no puns for it. <laughs> <laughs> gonna hold you to that. All right, so uh, after talking about her sex life, uh, Crusher goes to go visit her dead grandmother.
1: I think sex life needs to be in air quotes.
4: It wasn't air mm-hmm. quotes. Okay,
1: good. <laughs> yeah, you didn't see that. <laughs> Just need to establish that for our listener.
2: And uh, apparently, Darth Vader and Marty McFly are buried here.
4: That's true. They are. <laughs> oh, production jokes. Somewhere, Michael O'Kuda is chuckling. Yeah, so uh, Crusher goes to visit her grandmother's grave in the middle of the night.
1: Why? Good That's question. Good
4: question.
3: <laughs> I just still cannot figure so she, it out. Why she she is she in the middle of the night there? Appearance.
1: Well, maybe Enterprise time is like 12 hours removed from Planet Scotland time. Is
4: it now? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just more <laughs> dramatic if she goes at night.
1: Maybe it's the daytime and maybe. it's just a really bad cloud cover. Yeah, that's, oh, that's right the light. weather
3: is changing so that's right
1: oh it's an eclipse yeah the weather is so bad that an <laughs> eclipse has taken place it's, it's <laughs> the enterprise is blocking the sun <laughs> it's a very small planet
2: <laughs> uh, meanwhile the Megazord is uh, low on power <laughs> Megazord
4: go down the hole alright so um, Scottish Stallone shows up and Julie oh I'm so sorry for being a bitch to you earlier I read my grandmother's journal, and you, you're okay. You went in the house? I just want to say she looks exhausted already.
1: Yeah, it's kind but... of far removed from the last time we saw her. Yeah, doesn't she look kind of tired? It feels it like a there's, there's a whole or? scene that's missing in here. <laughs> they couldn't show it on TV. <laughs> just this montage of her being woken up by her <clears throat> dreams every mm-hmm. night. Right. not
0: hurt him. Like pull the the sheets off the bed to wash them again.
1: <laughs> well, you don't wash anything. You just throw it in the replicator and get a new one.
4: Right. Yeah, I just want to point out that uh, Gates McFadden's uh, makeup, her paint in Star Trek, is always really good. Yeah. Yeah. I do mean, that. It. She always looks made up really, really well.
1: She always looks a lot more even than Deanna.
4: Yeah. So they never knew what quite what to do for Deanna to make her makeup <laughs> pop,
1: and not occasionally be frightening.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she looked pretty severe sometimes.
1: Well, there was points in season three where she just looked like she was exhausted and or sixty or seventy years old. Mm. And I mean, don't even talk about how severe she looked in the first season.
0: Yeah. And if she if she's going to be 60 or 70 years old, she's going to have to get a lover that's like 20.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, where is she going? Well, maybe it's like an inverse thing. Like the older you get, the younger the lover you need to get. So when she's 60 or 70, she only needs like a 40 year old.
4: Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Spreads. Hmm? Uh, that was a uh, halfway point where you're both the same age.
1: About 50, I right. guess, then. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, there's Uh, an algorithmic scale to this. Let's figure it out. Let me get the uh, algebra book. Hold on.
1: Uh, I'll get my protractor. (laughs) Welcome to our Star Trek podcast.
4: We can already hear you falling asleep.
0: (laughs) And when you do, we'll say your name and
4: pull down your shoulders. (laughs) All right, so... there's a storm here. The Enterprise notices that there's a storm coming. So, uh, Beverly goes for a grim in this house and it, it's full of flowers! Ooh, spooky! Also,
0: uh, green lightning. Green lightning everywhere.
1: Yeah, that's kind of weird, isn't it? I
0: don't know if it means anything.
1: Also, at some point here, I'm not sure if we passed it, but Wharf is reduced to weatherman for this episode. <laughs> Which really just seems true to form. <laughs> the big green screen is like, and you'll see here we have got a high pressure front moving in. The problem with Worf calling the weather, that though, game, is that Jim. the problem with Worf calling the weather is nobody listens to him, so everybody gets rained on every time.
4: There's rain coming. Arkman raising umbrella shields.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'll be fine.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then, what do you
1: know? The caber toss is ruined. <laughs>
0: Oh, no, not the caper tops.
4: <laughs> Alright, so it's a spooky storm and there's flowers everywhere and Beverly won't turn on the light switch.
1: Is there even a light switch?
4: Of course there is. Because, like, the you don't ever see century. that house lit by
1: anything but the fireplace. We haven't That's seen one yet. prefer to
4: do it, but no place in the 24th century is going to cut out their pussy protection. I mean... There's a replicator in this house. Um, there's a sonic shower there. That's no, probably a real shower there, since they have ample water supply. There's a miniature oh. transporter system to remove fecal matter. Yep. <laughs> a, phaser oh, bidet. A, a phaser bidet. Poop out the space.
5: A phaser today.
4: That faces you to fecalate. <laughs> right, cleaner's a whistle. All right, so uh, Beverly's freaking out. Uh, she sees Ronan in the mirror and she shatters the mirror.
0: Oh, oh, and right after that, if you look to the bottom left, there's this little eye computer, a little Apple computer on the desk. Yes, there is. <laughs> grandma knew how to email. <laughs>
4: grandma was on the Facebook. She was forwarding Beverly jokes.
1: (laughs) That's where she wrote her porn. Then she just uploaded it to the computer and had it replicated into a book. Alt-sex, grandma ghost. (laughs) I'm alarmed to say that probably exists.
5: (laughs) Yeah.
4: Alright, so Ronan starts uh ghost talking to her. <laughs> I just cannot
5: get over this thing <laughs> here. Who does that? <laughs> so we
0: just got to the part where
1: where Beverly starts convulsing in ecstasy. <laughs> ghost chasm. <laughs> Yeah, she says, uh, what's happening to me? I feel so strange, and every time I've ever watched this episode, the only thing I can think is, well, Beverly, that's what an orgasm feels like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like looking on memory off they there. like, you, the writers were like, uh, like treating this like, getting this on TV was like getting away with murder
1: well in 1993
2: yeah. 90- yeah
3: yeah <laughs> oh that was 1993
4: it was you couldn't mm-hmm. even say damn on tv back then oh. that causing a huge shitstorm. Like, yeah what the fuck i'm <laughs> like our podcast
1: mm-hmm.
3: well she isn't very convincing
1: just, just saying
5: yeah, you, yeah think I mean, has, is...
1: you think she would have more practice faking since she'd been married before <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> wait that's not what women's orgasms look like wait a minute <laughs> all right so Gate, we're going to to act like you're having sex with an invisible ghost okay
5: I don't know what that's like <laughs> wait, when's my contract up again <laughs>
4: don't worry sweetie it's the final season <laughs> So, this scene goes on for like an hour and a half, it feels like. But we after get her, plenty of exposition, though. Of her being confused and her explaining things and then twiddling her cooter. <laughs> Flicking the beam. Two Flicking those, the slit.
1: Two of those three things are shown on screen, and I'll let you decide which ones.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so after that's all done with. Uh, we smash cut up to the Enterprise and Beverly's in her morning after robe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's in the
0: I
1: just I got laid and I'm still sore robe. Although that must have been Beverly. an awkward beam back up to the Enterprise afterward. You was know, the beam of shame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we did this episode.
5: All-
0: <laughs> I'm picking up all kind of residual uh, biological uh, residue on on this transporter beam. We'll block it out. That's what it's for.
4: But Beverly, this nightgown you've got on right here it's, did you write it is. That about your Grandmother's too.
5: <laughs> it is.
3: I was gonna say something about it, but you bit me to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it makes her look like she's forty years older than she really
3: is. This is the new sexy.
1: Well, she's trying to look older for Ronan because you know he's used to uh, you know more mature women.
0: That's the nicest way to say it.
4: Beverly, <laughs> plain and tall. So, uh, Troy comes in, says, "Like y'all ready for our weird aer- aerobics class in the morning? I'm wearing my gi. <laughs> we can do leg stretches in front of the mirror for 20 minutes." <laughs> We got to get the ratings up somehow. Slamming baskets.
1: <laughs> Ew. <laughs> well, that's, no, that's what uh, Fashion It So called it when they talked about that episode where they were actually doing the, the stretches in front of the mirror. Oh. Yeah. All right. So something
3: uh, I don't know about. <laughs> stretches in front of the mirror. I'll show
4: you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. It's blatant like, pandering. Look, girls in spandex. <laughs> oh gosh, I, we watched Star Trek. I've never seen that before. So Troy comes in. Like, Beverly's like, no, I don't think I'm going to go to work out today. I'm a little sore. I mean, tired. Tired. <laughs> <laughs> My kegels are killing me. I'm a little bit worn out inside. <laughs> And Troy's like, okay, that's nice. I so was like, oh wait a second here. I mean, What's it's that smell? Draining,
3: you know. <laughs>
4: What's that smell?
2: <laughs> I sense you were up. hiding something from me. I'm empathing
4: afterglow. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> oh, I was
2: hiding
0: I was hiding something earlier. <laughs> So, yeah, Troy does the, the whole thing. He's like, look, you're at a funeral. Sometimes loss can give you the illusion of closeness, and it's a common thing for death to – people get aroused around death. It happens.
1: But, Beverly, I got to tell you, it's really creepy for you to be banging your grandmother's ex-boyfriend. Beverly's <laughs> like, I know, but I don't care.
3: <laughs> well, let's remember it's not just grandmothers. It goes down the line.
4: He's been making all the Howard women.
3: So how about that? <laughs> I in.
4: I mean, it's you a family tradition. Be... You can't you can't just a, walk ex- away from that. I guess,
3: yeah, I guess. I'm for his
4: reactions in this scene because, like, when is he Christmas really that good? <laughs> says, "Oh, it was Ronan." And Tori's <laughs> like, "Really now? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want know if I take notes for my book?" <laughs>
5: <Wait
4: a while. laughs>
2: anyway. Now is this where uh, now if Beverly saw it. Turned, uh, yeah, turn green here yet or not? No, not that's yet. a later okay. scene.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> hope they didn't turn yellow, because that would indicate a lever problem.
4: <laughs> politely responds, I'm very happy for you. I'm going to go away now forever. Bye. <laughs> the look on her face is just perfect, too.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so the next scene. XV, why don't you take this next scene? I don't remember what the next scene is. I only got to watch half the episode before we started. Oh, for what I watched it, well, okay, I watched <laughs> it when I was there. I watched it two times before I came there. And I think I've watched it once since I came back before today, but today I only got time to do half of it. XV,
4: you have a problem. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> So Picard and the mayor of Hooville are uh, riding riding at the cargo lift and they arrive at the bridge (laughs) uh, only to find that uh, a dense fog has rolled in. A very small dense fog.
0: Riker's answer is the best though because he hasn't delivered as straight as he can. (laughs) It just sort of rolled in on us, sir. Well, he only got. got, How do you say that with gravitas? I mean, he only got
1: to have one line on camera this episode. He was going to make it a good one.
4: Oh, he rocked. Well, he's busy directing this episode.
1: Well, Uh, yeah, I, I know, but still, that even more reason to make it a good one.
4: But yes, the way he delivers that line. So seriously so completely (laughs) ridiculous is it's it's magical. It's delicious. And it is a very, very granny
2: fog.
3: I just wonder how many take it takes it took to get this straight like that. (laughs) (laughs) Two. (laughs) Two (laughs) I mean it. I'm like, I'm serious. (laughs) And more green.
4: (laughs) right, Uh, so back down the planet. Well Uh, Picard uh, wraps this up the best way possible. I think I'm going to go get my jacket. (laughs) So back on the planet, uh, Data and Geordi are at the weather station trying to figure out what's going on, why the weather's being beamed up to the ship, because that makes no fucking sense.
1: Okay, now I have a fundamental problem with this scene just from the very start. (laughs) I've expressed this on Twitter before, so you probably will remember where I'm going with this. Why did they beam down to a weather station on a Federation planet, armed? Like, they're wearing their phasers and everything. Why did they beam down to a friendly facility, fully armed?
0: That's a good question. So, one thing I do like about this, because this station is 200 years old, uh, the L cars are blue and green, like that era.
1: I didn't even notice that.
0: I mean, it looks like a Sulu-era
4: Excelsior L car. That was 75 years ago, though. Well, well I'm sure they've upgraded ashamed, at so least mind. once since they built it. Yeah, 200 years ago, that was, like, what? Jelly Jelly beans,
2: wasn't it? Yeah, 200 years ago, it was jelly beans. (laughs) Jelly Rancher controls. (laughs) Mm, Tasty, tasty
4: controls. Well, I think at least they made it look different. Mm -hmm. You know,
1: like... I did not notice that but like knowing that it's there now I kind of appreciate it goes the same thing like the production design on this Planet Scotland sets it's just like a really detailed effort here
5: mm-hmm.
4: anyway so they find uh, Scotland Stallone down there just ripping cords out left and right and somehow like they beamed down and
1: had been tooling around in there for a few minutes without noticing him there crawled halfway into a panel tearing <laughs> out the conduits
2: what it was even fog. the what even <laughs> the
1: hell you guys?
3: He right at the right moment. But anyway,
2: yeah, nobody. Then suddenly shotgun. he. But anyway, then suddenly the green ranger ring of the command center
4: stops as he dies. <laughs>
5: oh.
4: Yeah, he gets zapped by green lightning, and he's dead. And Jordan and Data don't really seem to care.
1: Yes. And Dana doesn't put a lot of it effort really into determining it. that he's dead. Like he's wearing a tricorder, but he like puts his fingers on his neck to take his pulse instead. Like that's how he determines the guy has died. You're you're wearing a tricorder, it can it can like just scan and tell you right away. You don't even have Georgia to count. Could look
4: at him and tell.
1: Yeah, that too. Also, it just makes the phasers thing a little bit weirder, because, like, they weren't involved in the resolution of the scene, so, like, they're not observing the Chekhov's phaser rule at all.
4: Yeah, no shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, so, um, uh, they call the thrusters to the doctor. What? You
1: are right there, hey, Fort Max?
4: Did you deflate? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> are,
1: you, are you zooming around the room like a balloon? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a lot of beans for lunch?
2: <laughs> well, she now all my nose is kind of stuffed up
1: well welcome to every day for me
4: <laughs> for some reason, some reason that made me think of stuffed peppers I mean you think it's like cramming ground beef up your nose
0: that's what it looks like when he's just oozed it out though Ew.
4: Yeah. Anyway, okay, so they call for Crusher, since she's a doctor, to come look at this guy and make sure that he's dead, or whatever. <laughs> well, they're like, they're uh, not
1: medical professionals. They're not qualified to determine that someone is actually dead.
4: And I'm not qualified to say what's going on, because I'm barely paying attention to the scene. <laughs> it's the least um, important scene in the show. Yeah. Anyway, so well, she says, okay, well, Mayor, uh, do you know if we beam him up to the Enterprise and do some tests? He's like, sure. All right. And beam up to the enterprise and have someone else do the test. I've got stuff to do.
3: And that was it. Yeah. With with um, with Sylvester. Yeah. yeah. Um, we don't it. really
4: touch on him again, do we? No. No.
1: I think we no, get no. told like the test results from the whatever kind of autopsy they did.
3: Oh yeah, I think that was a thing. Because that was, point.
1: you know, part of the process of wrapping up the plot. All right. Such as it is. So I have to say,
0: when when Beverly runs back to her room, uh, back to the house, her grandma's house,
1: there's that evil dead camera. That weird fisheye lens. Yes. Because this seems to be when the episode kind of shifts from a weird romance novel thing to kind of mild horror movie. Mm. Soft porn? What's
5: the difference?
0: (laughs) Depending what you're into, it's the same thing.
3: (laughs) She's going to start twitching again, and (laughs) (laughs) she's going to be here watching in horror.
4: (laughs) So Beverly is, like, simultaneously horrified about him dying, and, like, erotically turned on by everything that Ronan says. And he guides her and saying, You gotta get the candle lit because without it, I die. For reasons that are never really quite fully explained.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, he's an anaphasic energy life form, obviously.
4: <sighs> but so he, he tells everybody, Go back up to your quarters, get the candle, and light it. I'll come yeah. up by following the beam coming from the she enterprise
3: she doesn't seem to be listening from what i'm seeing she's really
4: distracted <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes, yes pick up
4: eggs and milk it's okay yeah, she's like, <laughs>
3: right. unconscious and falling apart in front of me here
4: <laughs> all right so uh she heads up to her room on the enterprise uh she phasers the candle on which is Kind of overkill, but kind of awesome. But also impressed by how they rigged up the prop to light like that.
5: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And she says there twitching like a fucking meth addict.
4: Yeah, I, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> this is fucked up, man.
3: That's what I mean. love does to people. Scott,
0: is this what you do when I'm not around?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I like
5: candles. I write to God. <laughs> I mean, sure. My every afternoon, baby.
4: <laughs> I, I feel like I'm being mocked. <laughs> now, now, we've all, all had D that good that you just sit there and shake, wait and get it again, right? <laughs> A hot beef injection.
0: But typically it's corporeal dick. <laughs> oh, right, right. Or corporal dick, depending what his rank
4: is. Ah, oh, if only. <laughs> I only get privates. We're <laughs> <laughs> major assholes. Anyway. Anyway, so uh, she's feming for Ronan. And then, so finally, Ronan shows up and, like, grabs her. And, like, she's terrified. Then she relaxes. It's like he seeps into her system. Scaregasm.
0: <laughs> he, he turns into a fart. <laughs> it's
3: green.
4: Yeah, he turns into a cloud of noxious amnesia gas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Superman
3: kiss. Oh, so confusing. So
1: it's confusing. not confusing, it's just dumb.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, by the way, as far as season seven goes, how is. How is this in the most season seven of episodes? It's
1: pretty season seven, but it's also one of the better season seven episodes. So, um, this is one of the better ones.
4: Yeah. It's also a very season one episode and it's so blatantly sexual. (laughs) Because season one was a very sexy season. Yeah. I don't mean that it's like it actually turns you on, but it just talks (laughs) about sex a lot. Yeah.
3: So why are we looking, why are we watching this one here? Yeah. <laughs> what did I
1: miss? <laughs> yeah, do you ever want to watch Data Fuck? Well, we have an episode for you. There is also literally just,
2: there is also is literally, um,
1: literally Planet there is The episode
2: opens up with Riker getting banged by a hooker. <laughs>
3: Uh, not into ghost people? Not into ghosts?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no,
4: it's okay. Then there's, there's the episode where they visit Planet Orgy.
1: Yeah, there is literally Planet Orgy. That's probably the like
4: peak of that whole trend for Season 1.
3: That's that what I climax, like.
4: You could say.
5: <laughs>
4: yeah, it's Planet Orgy, and the whole point of the episode is they're trying to kill a 16-year-old boy. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and it has a line,
2: What's <laughs> your name? And tell me you love jazz.
4: Well, that's a different episode. That's a different episode. That was the binars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that, awesome. that
2: was the episode with uh,
1: Riker's hologram sex toy. Yes. <laughs>
4: also, season one.
1: Yes.
3: I suffered through this one as well. So. Oh yeah, you did.
4: Just didn't, didn't you? you know.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. So, um, Beverly packs her bags and tells Picard, "I quit."
1: Well, I'm gonna I be mean, a faith healer. she wouldn't have told Picard if she didn't have to. She just, like, you know, emailed him a copy of her she letter of residence. Yeah. And he just had to run out of the transporter room to stop her from stealing all of that medical supply equipment.
0: Either that either that he's, very, he's getting now because he holds up a pad and goes, what the hell
4: is this? And she goes, that's a pad.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I
4: like that everything Beverly says in the scenes, like, Well, I'm leaving. Going to the planet. Bye. Energize. Mm -hmm. No, no, no,
5: no, no!
3: (laughs) She's stupid.
0: Oh, you never had ghost dick. You don't even know.
1: (laughs) No, I don't. Well, Scott can tell you some stories. Oh, yes.
4: When there's a slimy discharge from a ghost stick, that means it's working properly. Right. We call that ectoplasm. Ectocasm. <laughs> anyway, so uh see so Picard and Troy are talking about the Beverly situation up in the ready room. Um Picard's like, this is stupid. And Troy's like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well I like the fact that Picard is talking to his empath about his doctor. Like I I didn't give her permission
4: to leave. What the hell? <laughs> uh, okay, so data comes in with the results of the, the the autopsy on Scotland guy. Ed. Yeah. Uh He basically says something about anaphasic energy it's it was in him. it was down there on the planet, centered in the graveyard ooh spooky
0: so he sends data down there. I want you to go down there and look around instead of like using the ship sensors or beaming it up or and anything take
1: Jordy else. with you
0: oh.
2: so dumb. <laughs> Well, see, they're the ones least likely to uh, get turned on by uh, ghosts. Or have Real? the least, oh. chance, of ha- well, the least chance of something happening. Well, the chance of something happening. As long Jordy as Jordy was... Jordy's with him, nothing's going to happen. Well, that's Not true. Not penetration. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Not even first base with Jordy. <laughs> no.
2: I mean, he can't even get laid with holograms that he's programmed.
4: <laughs> True facts. Alright, so they start poking around grandma's grave. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they start sure.
1: poking
0: around her, her dirty six-foot hole in the ground.
2: And they they beam the they beam the gasket or coffin or whatever it is up, and somehow it does not fall right back down from the uh Ground uh, immediately mm-hmm. below it uh, falling into the hole right, where it
3: because they didn't spot. use a vault. Oh, we're getting technical here.
4: <laughs> That's why you need a vault. Because otherwise,
1: you leave a cavity in the ground, and it's just going to sinkhole. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. I like how uh, Beverly starts doing the uh, holding her hand over the flame thing. It's so hot.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Literally, <laughs> well, well, Troy comes down. She like holds her hands over it and stares at Troy as the skin starts
4: to burn.
5: <laughs> what oh, smell? Oh, God, this,
4: okay, yeah. So back at Grandma's cabin, um, Crusher is cottage, not by cabin, cottage. Whatever. <laughs> um, Crusher is reentered by the, the green gas cloud, and I hate when necessary. my farts reabsorb into me. <laughs> So there's a knock at the door, and Picard comes in to catch her masturbating. Oh, yeah. (laughs) On syndicated TV. It's so... Cringy?
3: (laughs) Doesn't it make you you feel uncomfortable when you watch it? (laughs) (laughs)
5: Yes. (laughs) Are you just me? So, what's going
3: on in here?
4: Um... A of car doesn't seem particularly bothered by it. It's like, sorry, the door was open. Um, would you like me to leave? I guess maybe. Do
1: you need I a don't hand? Mind.
0: <laughs> Anything I yeah. can do to help? He literally walks in and sees her convulsing on the chair. He comes in all silently and stealthily, watching her come. What the fuck? He
1: likes it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it's not making this
4: better.
3: It's a free show. <laughs> <laughs>
4: you know, if, she, if Beverly wants people to stop walking into her house, maybe she should lock the fucking door. Exactly. <laughs> or put a sock on the handle or something. <laughs> 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 she went to Starfleet Academy, right?
5: Yeah. So Picard
4: starts giving her the third degree. Like, blah, 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 Ronan this, Ronan that. I want to see Ronan. So Ron's starts like, here I am, dude. What up? <laughs> yeah. Well, first Beverly's all
1: like, he lives in Canada. You don't know him.
0: Right. <laughs> and then Picard asks her, he's like, did you change the color of your eyes? Which I think is a subtle nod to the fact that people in the 24th century can just do that.
1: It's like the I'll, first time I'll they guess.
4: established that being a thing specifically, but yeah. Also, I'll he calls out the color change of her eyes. Which is completely imperceptible, even in HD. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's why probably why have... he called it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Why she didn't have green eyes
2: as every woman in her family? Well, because well, well, abs- uh, Rodan never uh, merged with uh, her mom because she mom. died before her grandma died.
3: Oh, Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Doesn't that make stupid
0: sense?
1: It's something it I think they probably could have sort of expressed a little bit more clearly in the episode itself.
3: Yeah, for like people like me.
0: <laughs> Fort Max got it. Oh, you don't mean women? You mean non-trickies? Okay. I mean,
1: i <laughs> I mean, if there I, if, I if have... there was any episode that I, a non-fan
2: was, would... I I've watched maybe two episodes two, three episodes uh, aside that aren't ones that we've done for the podcast.
1: Yeah, Fort Max <laughs> is actually our normie, our token normie for the show. True. <laughs> I like how, how Ronan comes down the stairs like, yes, I'm the 90s Doctor Who. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, he just looks from like, Well, he is only, charming, in, from yeah, but probably
2: is only in one story.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so uh, Jordy calls in and like, hey, Cap'n? We want to dig up Crusher's grandma. Is that cool? Make ask, it so. ask the governor. <laughs> and Ronan's like, no, 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 don't do that. That's against her wishes or something. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> the bar's like, yeah, do it anyway. And Ronan gets pissed and like Emperor Palpatine zaps him with his lightnings. <laughs> yeah. no 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 Picard provokes
1: him a good little bit though because Ron's all like look I will go to the governor right now and stop this and Picard's like okay let's go that'll be so really interesting
5: which
0: is <laughs> like handing the phone to someone no go ahead call the cops
1: <laughs> no go ahead
3: call um,
0: 911 see if I give a fuck
3: and like Ronan Picard's got balls so that's what I'm saying Ghost balls <laughs> Real <laughs> balls
1: <laughs>
4: They're heavy and laden <laughs> with those forms. <sperm>. Right.
5: <laughs>
1: echogasm again. Yeah.
4: They swing pendulously. They're like boobies passing back and forth through his spectral pants. <laughs> do, you need, do you need a moment? Too
3: many images in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs>
4: What's great though is this episode was done long enough ago that the effect for his spectral balls was practical, not CGI. <laughs> so they, they used to build a working scrotum model. <laughs> and then they create a transparent layer to have it pass back and forth through. The fabric of the They uh, did it with was, like motion
1: they... control photography, right? They, so they shot one sequence of the balls swinging, and then they shot a sequence of pants.
4: Right, yeah. I was
0: going to say they used, like, a, a goat testicles, Uh, you know, because they didn't want to use human because they couldn't get away with that, and so they used
4: the next best thing. But see, since they shot it all on a film instead of video, they could recomposite it in HD. Right, right. Scott,
1: you mentioned uh, that goat testicles are the next best thing to human. I'm kind of wondering how you uh, established this hierarchy. No, that that That's only for flavor, not texture. Oh, okay.
3: She likes goat. <laughs> Did I say too much?
2: <laughs> okay, we need to well, I, the I think we know what he has you dressed up as now. <laughs>
1: She's a bad girl. <laughs> See, this would be the point where I would hang up on it, except I'll just start talking through her microphone.
4: And... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they beam up Grandma's coffin. Hooray! And I'm kind of irritated. Um, Because they've got her posed with her hands, like, side by side. And no, you put the hands on top of each other, left over the right. Mm -hmm. Why left over right? For the wedding ring shows. Oh, okay.
5: Uh, Uh, I've got nothing here.
2: However, (laughs) she's been been begging uh, some guy she's not married to. That's true. That's true.
4: So, I really love this part in the episode. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's so completely over the top. <laughs> cool. let's just take stock for a moment. Yeah, let, let's absorb this slowly yeah, go on. You like up a green Grandma's coffin. opened it up mm-hmm. <laughs> where she jolts to life and starts shooting people with lightning out of her fingertips with no provocation. This is the best episode I have ever seen.
1: And the thing is, (laughs) uh, you know, Frakes is directing, and it goes to show like his quality as a director because of the way the whole sequence is framed from the time they beam the coffin out of the ground to when she uh, electrocutes and Data to death with, you know, ghost lightning. Like, that's just a really solidly staged and framed sequence. Especially that really creepy close in on the face and the eyes just You know, shooting open and glowing. Mm -hmm. That is so good.
0: Yeah, she looks like a Studio Ghibli character. (laughs) Like in *Spirited Away*, she looks like the old witch in *Spirited
4: Away*. Grandma's moving asshole.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Intro (laughs) close.
4: Type, 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 Alright, so uh Crusher runs into the scene and she's like, Get out of grandma, Ronan.
1: You're not Literally. you're not really selling the emotion of the scene though. It's like, No, leave her alone
5: yeah, she's Leave Brittany alone. <laughs> it's like, I, think, I don't think we
0: we we have to acknowledge though who the real victim is here. Ronan. Yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so Crusher's had enough of Ronan's shit. Uh, it's time to kick her boyfriend to the curb. Um, it's the Maury Povich scene of the episode.
3: <laughs> He's not the father.
4: I mean, she just caught him inside another woman.
3: <laughs> that will do it.
4: Yeah, and really
1: up to this point, it's really been the Jerry Springer show. Well, you know, where she's banging her grandmother's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That,
4: that is a Jerry Springer
1: episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was probably several Jerry Springer episodes. Let's let's be honest.
0: I, I like how uh, how Beverly has this amazing scientific discovery that fire is plasma based. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good job, twenty fourth century future person. You're an anaphylactic being, and this fire is
4: made of plasma.
0: <laughs> and I'm just uh, reading within the script. Uh... <laughs> So the other thing is, she's complaining, like, oh, you used my family, and da-da-da-da-da, like, she lived to be a hundred in orgasmic joy. What the fuck is the problem
1: here? That she only not. lived to be a hundred? Yeah, she co-lived to be, like, a hundred and thirty. by the orgasms, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you want to live a, without drinking? Do you want to live a longer, more boring life, or do you want to have, like, a quality life that runs out faster? Uh, live yeah. fast, die when you're, you know, Forty, yeah. I mean, in Diet? the twenty fourth century, a hundred basically is forty.
0: That's true. But if I'm dying, I'm going out with a with a well used clitoris. She did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that thing had like a
3: callus. I mean,
0: it's worn down to <laughs>
3: And
4: Anyway, so um. Ronan's all blah blah. No, don't do it. I love you. And Crusher's, no, fuck you. Phaser's the candle. No. <laughs> Phaser's him.
1: Phaser's yeah, I mean, him again. Yeah, like to the credit of the production, destroying the candle doesn't just immediately destroy him. Like, it's, it's a process. Yeah, she has to murder him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's no second degree here.
3: So she stole a weapon from Piccolo
1: because, shorts. yeah. Oh no, from Jordy. Yeah, she pulled it off of them. Yeah,
3: because yeah. she's no longer uh, part of the. Yeah, amazingly,
1: pool. with all the Starfleet stuff, she took from the ship with her when she quit. <laughs> uh, Phaser was not. Was among that
2: Starfleet? Was that Starfleet stuff or her stuff?
1: It was Starfleet
0: stuff. It's issued to her. It's not like she bought it. It's Starfleet's.
2: Uh...
4: Wait a second here. So, okay. Uh-huh. So Beverly basically uh, murders an alien life form that has caused nobody any harm. hmm So far, yeah. Uh, just completely in cold blood. Mm-hmm. And nobody seems to care.
3: No.
0: It
1: wasn't uh, and a human. Who out...
4: cares?
0: Yeah, his whole life form type requires a symbiote. It's
4: not like he's doing it just to be mean. He has to have it. and it's Like a trill. And he hasn't done anything mean, as far as we've oh,
2: seen. Well, aside from complete disregard of the concept of consent. Oh, okay, well, there... she
4: consented.
1: <laughs> well,
0: he Okay, did, like,
2: Scott, Scott, part of the camp, I, Scott
1: let me clue you in on something here. Unconsciousness is not consent.
0: Bessie, don't listen to him.
2: Uncontrol <laughs> is not consent. He's that... in my head,
3: literally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Try to be. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, this is so interesting. I'm just going to listen to this because this is just fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> You're madly aware of what's going on and yeah, she actually consented. <laughs> <laughs> she agreed to that whole heart.
0: <laughs> hey, Beverly, like she consented to me. I mean, all joking aside, she was like, oh yes, let's be together. I love you. I mean, she didn't fight back or anything. So, But prior to that, she didn't consent. every time...
3: He was around her. She was completely out of herself. She was aroused. She was in a different state. That's what
4: love and, is. Yeah, and, I'm just uh,
3: saying. Like, it I don't think this would
1: hold up in court.
3: It was Look, more than just you, love.
1: You, you
0: mean the same court that couldn't figure out that data was a life form?
3: She was yes. twitching. That's not just love. That's <laughs> like <it was> convulsing.
1: <laughs> so... <laughs> oh no! If love. there's no, if there's twitching and convulsing, that's the best love. <laughs> mm-hmm. but what is
4: love <laughs> twitching and convulsing <laughs> baby, baby don't, don't hurt me, me. thank you
5: mm-hmm. alright well. so back up to the Enterprise, <laughs> for the
4: epilogue we keep going past that <laughs> <laughs> so Beverly and uh, Troy are having a drink in 10 forward and Crusher's like yeah I murdered him but shit <laughs> that was good sex <laughs> She's also like, do you want to go sit at the
0: table that has the chessboard so nobody else can play it even though we're not playing? <laughs> <laughs> like some ensign walks up and goes, I wanted to play Now No, fuck it.
1: <laughs> Sub Rosa. What an episode. Yeah, the
0: epilogue it happens like 15 seconds too. It's like, yeah. yeah, I murdered him. And then Troy just looks bored,
3: and then that's it. <laughs> Well, yeah, in this episode, a few people died that nobody really cared about or made a issue of it. No consequences. No consequences. So they were just killing left and right and having orgasms throughout the entire episode. <laughs> <It's> so... So... <laughs> oh
5: my god!
2: Star Trek most... sex and violence. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god,
0: this is the most metal episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> Holy
5: shit, you're right. Oh. <laughs> uh... And
0: then they just go, well, our job here is done. And they just fucking fly away like they always do. I wonder <laughs> if they finished fixing the weather system.
1: Fuck <laughs> no. They left immediately. Are you kidding yeah. you? They dreamed her up and just left without telling anybody. And now instead of Planet Scotland, it's Planet Hurricane.
3: Well, in <laughs> fairness, she fixed the system, people. She killed him. Problem solved, okay?
2: Well, except that weather control substation still has all its shit pulled out.
3: <laughs> oh, they'll be back. They'll be back.
1: I'm sure uh, you <laughs> know, the, the governor of Whoville can put that all back together. He seems yes, really competent.
3: Man. Yes. <laughs> the way he walks he says it all.
1: <laughs> you can tell by the way he walks.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's all in the hips. hips <laughs> Sometimes it's in the ana-
0: anaphasic plasma being. <laughs> so stupid.
3: Oh, good lord! So next we're watching Blake Seven. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to have fun and see some stupid stuff. <laughs> actually i like like seven a lot more i've, I've never, never seen Blake an episode seven. oh it, who's been watching it
0: so we've been watching it i like like seven because it's a it's like 70s british sci-fi the writing is so far superior than their ability to do special effects or <laughs> <laughs> yep,
5: the writing true.
0: is really
1: good but the special effects are so shitty and cheesy it's like distracting Mm-hmm. that seems like a consistent thing across other like 70s era british stuff i've seen like mm-hmm. the writing quality is way above the production values
0: yes that's the way i want to say it. yeah exactly
1: yeah.
3: well i've i've had uh scott watch it with me we started watching it because that was my revenge for star trek but he <laughs> like it. so like my revenge did not really work out because he's actually enjoying it
0: but, yeah, that, yeah, that's how you get them to stop. Act like you like it. <laughs> oh, no, please don't. Oh, no, stop.
3: <laughs> oh, okay, then. Here we go again.
5: <laughs>
3: uh, now, I thought that would be something interesting to kind of talk about. They're actually small, like, short episodes. Um...
0: They feel much longer. <laughs> no, they're like an hour long. These things are they are long episodes, aren't they?
3: Oh gosh, I don't think so. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But
5: um... yeah, because we're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Why? We can watch. We can all watch one episode and just make fun of it. So much, so much to make fun of on this.
0: We'll start our own podcast.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, I just looked up their fifty-minute episodes. <laughs> That's not bad. Well, I recommend
3: it, but that's just me.
4: Is it on Netflix? It's on YouTube. YouTube. Oh, they yeah. really don't care about the rights, then, huh?
5: <laughs>
4: <Nope>. <laughs> we'll find a good episode. All right. Yeah, we will. All right. But, so, what's uh, going on next week? Next week for our Labor Day spectacular, uh, Scott will remember to not go to a barbecue. <laughs> And
3: I'm writing this down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're speaking
0: to my, my personal assistant. There. She's the one who keeps track of my, and not really a personal assistant, more of a handler.
2: <laughs> she handles a lot of things, I bet.
4: Oh, but both. Uh, we'll be exploring daddy issues in the season oh two episode The Icarus Factor.
3: Yes. Daddy issues. So Scott knows a lot about those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought what we said in therapy was between us.
3: <laughs> Only if both parties agree. Wait, it's wait, off the record. Trust here. <laughs> oh
0: my God! I thought this was a safe place. then we'll be joined
1: by Luke. <laughs> what oh, mean- by Luke! I thought it. I thought what it was in- bus. What an incredible. No, bus- kept that. Yes, we'll be joined by Luke. What an incredibly vague statement!
2: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say because this isn't a uh, this isn't a uh, episode with uh, bus's crush,
4: right? No, <clears throat> this is uh, Luke from the Allspark.
2: Yeah, which uh, but I was saying, yeah, that's I need, we can't be up. We're not having bus on next week because it's there's no completely failed colony.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: there were no work gangs.
1: I'm updating the uh, document. <clears throat> oh, good idea. Of course it is. Yes, I think you and I are the only ones who use it, but yes, good idea.
2: No, I've well, using it the last month or so. Oh,
1: good. I, I just use you. I, I'm i aware. <laughs> I've noticed.
4: It's your podcast. It's your problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're, we all use you, XV.
1: It's been my problem for seven and a half years.
2: Oh, God, we've been doing podcasts that long. <laughs> Some of us have.
1: Scott's still, you know, the new guy here. Yeah, I'm still the FNG. You're still no, the kin.
0: You yeah, you don't get a cool acronym. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think fucking new guy is really a cool acronym. No, you're the kin. Okay. Okay.
4: I'm the next of kin. Goddamn it! Next of kin. <laughs> How do you put up with his puns like daily?
5: <laughs>
4: I, drink. Master- <laughs> I drink.
3: <laughs> I drink.
0: So the good thing I is, is about being. So, as you know, we're in Northern California. Napa is just like an hour away,
2: so there's a lot of wine involved. The auto parts, parts store?
0: <laughs> Saying character.
2: Yeah, the heavier, the heavier
3: the better.
0: Yeah, she's up to... NW's wine. Yeah. <laughs> well, let, let me tell you, there's no viscosity or thermal breakdown in her, let me tell you.
1: It seems like it's bad if there's no viscosity.
0: There's <laughs> so a lubrication joke, but it's a little obvious.
1: Uh, okay. Well, I feel broken
0: after watching that terrible episode. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't the abuse from your wife? Uh, no, I'm used to that. Oh, okay.
3: Now he basically wants to have his mule right now and something to eat. So you know, what's for dinner?
5: Well.
3: First goats.
0: No.
5: Uh, <laughs> goats, mules <yeah. laughs> <laughs>
3: Goats and mules. <laughs>
5: i after, keep him well I, fed after all and...
0: this after all this talking it might feel a little hoarse too <laughs>
1: this is the weirdest cam show ever
3: i want to make this sure that he's references. well fed and well hydrated okay so. <laughs> <laughs> goats and mule and maybe a tuna i don't know i don't know
5: whoa whoa <laughs> Oh my god.
0: <laughs> All right, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, uh I think I'm about spent and I'm hungry and want a drink. Well, I'm going to get in the kitchen. Wow. If
1: you if you smack him, do it loud enough that we can hear it. Yeah. Ow, fuck.